Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. We've got some big elections coming up. We've got the school board, Granbury ISD. We have the trustee race, place three and place four. We have six candidates signed up for this race. In place three, we have Susan Wood, Melanie Graff, and Brett Deason. In place four, we have Courtney Gore, Betsy Ross, and Nancy Alana. And before we get going with today's show, I'd like to introduce Alicia Miller, who's Precinct 9 Chair for the Republican Party, and it's great to have you here today. Thank you. It's great to be here. We've got some big elections going on, and this is really important. Now, all these candidates are good people. We're not attacking them personally. We're going to tell you about the questionnaire that Blue Shark put out, how the candidates would actually vote in certain issues, and where they stand, Republican, Democrat, how they're going to vote your morals, values, and principles, which is very important on the school board level, especially now with what's going on up in Washington, D.C. Let's begin with place three. And in place three, we have Susan Wood, Melanie Graft, and Brett Deason. Now, did Susan answer any of our questions? Uh, no, Mike, she did not. She failed to respond to the questionnaire. And, you know, given her voting history extensively as a Democrat, I'm not really surprised, but I am a little disappointed there. Yeah, and I am likewise. I, you know, I want everybody to answer the questions. They don't have to by any means, but it at least shows the citizens where you stand on the issues. And these questions weren't hard by any means, whether you're an incumbent, whether you're a candidate, you should be able to answer these questions right off the bat because it goes to where your principles and morals are. If you have to take three or four days to answer them or find somebody else to answer them for you, then there's something wrong. As Susan Wood, I noticed uh, on her social media that she's been an educator, counselor, and administrator in the school for 21 years. And that's a long time. And yes, she's been part of the system, but it's part of the same system that, you know, has let all this stuff in with LGBTQ, BLM, you know, CRT. So when you've been involved in the system for so long, I think you might get, you know, you're part of the system, right? Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned BLM. Susan Wood has justified being at the Black Lives Matter rally that was here in Hood County uh, just last year. Uh, she brought that up on her social media page and said, oh, is there supporting diversity and inclusion and all those niceties, uh, justifying her BLM activism. And that's, you know, folks, this is what the people, the candidates, the incumbents are for. So if you want to vote for Susan Wood, you know, by all means, we're, we're not telling you not to. We're telling you that these people stand for different things, different things than I agree with. You may agree with it. That's fine. And that, you know, now we move into Melanie Graff. And Melanie Graff, solid Republican, has been with the Republican Party for years and years and years. A block walker, a true uh, conservative justice person. Yeah, absolutely. Melanie, she's had a lot of different positions within the Republican Party as a precinct chair, uh, vice chair of elections, all sorts of committees and everything. And, you know, looking at her campaign, I think she's done a pretty good job communicating that to the voters. And not only that, but what she's going to do for the schools, which 
you know, she did return the questions on the questionnaire, and I think her answers were pretty much in line with a lot of people in our community. Melanie's slogan is education, not indoctrination, and I think that's really important to all of us parents. Um, I have a child at Granbury ISD, and also she has received the unanimous support of the Hood County Republican Executive Committee. And to do that, that's pretty solid Republican right there. And, you know, to have the confidence of the committee like that, if you're a Republican, that should say a lot to you. And please go read the questions. We're not going to go through each one. They're on our social media page at the Blue Shark Show. And everybody did pretty good with the questions um, that actually did them. Um, But you see by action or inaction who truly is a conservative Republican and who may think they are, but they've never done much in the community as a Republican for the Republicans. It's easy to claim to be a conservative Republican at the national level and even at the state level because when it comes to things like border security, who's against building the wall around here? Maybe 18%, which is the Democrats. And it's a lot harder to be conservative and to be a Republican at the local level because whenever you're opposing things like Marxism and opposing things like the indoctrination of our students and what we allow into the classroom sometimes, it gets a little more personal. Because now you go to church with these people, you see them around the schools, and, you know, Melanie has taken bold stances for a lot of years, going back to that stuff at the the library and how they had LGBT books in the children's section. You know, she stood up against that, and she's got a solid track record, I think. And yes, she does. And in the community, you know, most people know Melanie, and she is a very conservative person. Uh, Moving from Melanie now on to Brett Deason. Yes, and Brett Deason... I haven't heard a lot about him. There's not much on social media, um, not a lot of yard signs. So I, it's just how hard is he really working? Right. And people have, you know, some people work, some people don't. Time is limited for a lot of people. And that's another thing is how much time are you going to put in? Brett Deason did a good job answering the questions. He's got a, uh, looks like a push card that he put out on social media He's for academic excellence, uh, fiscal responsible growth, community engagement. Um, Those are all good uh, buzzwords. Um, Haven't really spoken to him much, so we'll have to see how uh, Brett does. Um, Seems like he'd be an okay guy, okay candidate. Um, But if you're looking at the three, Susan Wood, Melanie Graff, or Brett Deason, the conservative person in that group is Melanie Graff by far. And like you said, Alicia, um, she's got the support of the Republican Party, right? which is huge for the Republicans out there. Um, And once again, thank you to all three, uh, Susan, Melanie, and Brett, for answering the questions and putting yourself out there. Um, Like to hear more from all the candidates. We did have forums that they attended. So go back and look at the Republican Club Forum, the Chamber Forum. Do your own research. Call the candidates. Talk to the candidates and get informed. Moving on to place four, we have Courtney Gore, Betsy Ross, and Nancy Alana. Uh, Let's start with Betsy Ross. And I noticed that when she answered the Blue Shark questions, and thank you very much for answering the questions, uh, all three did, which is great. Betsy Ross answered the question, which was the fifth question, 
on where do you fall along political lines. And yes, this is a nonpartisan race. Technically. Technically. But we need to know, the citizens need to know where you do stand politically because parties matter on how you spend money, what your social values are, and where you stand on all that. And I thought it was an interesting answer. Uh, Most people said that, you know, they're Republicans and they go with the Republican Party. But I'm going to read this answer to you because, you know, once again, I, I love the honesty and I appreciate people that will answer the questions honestly on where they stand. Um, so respect is due to Miss Ross. And here's here's the answer to her question about the affiliation. I am not affiliated with either party. I traditionally vote Republican candidates and conservative values. The last presidential election, I did not vote as I found neither candidate worthy of the position. So, you know, no Biden, which is good, and no Trump. So on the party lines, she stated she's usually Republican and conservative. So when you look at some of these questions, please go read all the questions that all the candidates did. And I give credit to the, once again, to the candidates that answered them. And it's very respectful, and we'll get into some of these other races later where some candidates just didn't do that. Yeah, and, you know, while I appreciate Betsy's honesty um, saying how she felt and, you know, not just saying what she thinks we all want to hear, I find it concerning that with what was at stake last November, she chose to sit that race out. Um, You know, she did not vote for president trump for whatever reason and you know i again i appreciate her honesty but this it doesn't sit well with me they were so totally two sides of the spectrum biden and trump so one was uh fought illegal immigration and all the big major things that we were up against and one didn't either one whichever way she fell that i think that was a very important race to vote in and you know it could have been one of those deals where she just didn't like the personality so much that she looked past the policy and wasn't being pragmatic and you know uh, thinking about someone that wants to serve on the GISD school board that can't be pragmatic enough to go with what's right um, you know it's a little concerning and let's move on to Courtney Gore and once again you guys know Courtney from being on the show here and we know Courtney is very conservative She's been involved in conservative ideas throughout the years. It's not just something that she decided to run and become conservative. So what do you think about Courtney? She was also endorsed unanimously by the Hood County Republican Executive Committee as well. And um, I think that she would do a great job. She was a teacher in the past, so uh, she's familiar with the educational system. Right. She's very knowledgeable about what's going on in the system. She has three kids in the system right now in Granbury ISD, and she does her research on the national level, the state level, and the local level. We've seen it on the show. Uh, So she's very in tune on what's going on right now and what is going to happen in the future with some of these things coming down from the federal government. Yeah. You know, I'm really proud of her for running. It's great to see a conservative step up to run, especially against an incumbent like that. You know, it's uh, there's a clear contrast between how Nancy Alana has 
voted on the school board for the last several years and how Courtney plans to do it. You know, Courtney, I think, is more of the, hey, we're going to do what's right regardless of what's popular. And, you know, Nancy, as we've seen in the past, you know, she's voted against the school marshal program. Uh, This was a couple years ago. And then last year, even after Governor Abbott voted to lift the mask mandate, she voted to keep it on the school kids there at GISD until right at the very end. And please go back. The the mask mandate, the vaccine mandate, there's several questions on there you can see on our website. And please go back to see how the candidates did answer those, each question, and that may give you a better decision on who you would like to vote for. And our next candidate is Nancy Alana. So we've got Courtney Gore, Betsy Ross, and now Nancy Alana. And Nancy Alana, all accounts, good person. Once again, we're not going after people individually or personally. This is about people's, she's an elected incumbent, so she does have a record where the other candidates don't, and we can just kind of go by what they say during the campaign. Now, Nancy's been a teacher for 18 years, uh, 12 years as a principal, and we got this information from her website. And she's been on the school board for 12 years, right? Something like that, yeah. So it's been, you know, decades that she's been in the school system. And is she knowledgeable about the school system? I'm sure she is. But at some point in time, I believe that we need to get some fresh eyes, some fresh solutions in. And not saying that Nancy's a bad person at all, but... I think that once you've been involved for so long in the system and you haven't been the one to step out and step up on the school board on certain issues that you become part of the system. And that's what I would like to see from whether your city council, whether your school board, no matter where you're at, commissioner's court is, you know, you can be an incumbent, but you got to be able to step up and step out and at least figure out what's good for the students and parents. You know, unfortunately, that's something that Nancy hadn't done a whole lot of, uh, at least on, you know, social conservative issues. You know, she's been part of this kind of reactive culture where, you know, last year we had that counselor at Bacchus that sent out stuff about social and emotional learning, which is kind of an offshoot of CRT for the very young kids, like preschool through third grade. She didn't catch that just like she didn't catch brain pop just like she didn't catch that masks and uh, all that were unconstitutional now they do react when the public puts pressure on them but it shouldn't have to be like that we shouldn't have to watch every move of our elected officials to make sure that they're doing the right thing they should just be doing it on their own yeah i think that a lot of these issues were slowly coming down the pike for some time and they should have been caught before we were talking about our children being indoctrinated with critical race theory. And I think that they should have caught these things before parents were having to speak up and decide if they needed to put their kids in private school or continue in the public education system. I did notice on some of Nancy Alana's information was lower tax rates. Now, folks, if you understand how the taxes are set and how, you know, 60% of your tax bill is school. But the state, being a state representative, learned quite a bit about school finance and how taxes are set. 
And during the last legislative session, they did school runs, which are for each school district. And we, the state, saved at least seven cents for your taxes, for your local ISDs to help offset the cost. Not only did the state do that, they took down Robin Hood by millions and millions of dollars for Granberry ISD. It's interesting seeing incumbents right now, and we see this in the school board and city races. They say, oh, we've got the lowest tax rate in X number of years, but look at your tax bill. Are you paying more now than you were 12 years ago? I think most people are, and they can justify that however they want, but the fact is the school sets the tax rates after the appraisals are done, so to pat yourself on the back for saying you'd have the lowest tax rate next number of years, I think is disingenuous because people's tax bills have never been this high. Yeah, my tax bill has gone up consistently. One of the biggest issues in this race, I think, is critical race theory and other forms of Marxism that have been uh, in our schools. And I see three different approaches. One, you totally ignore it, like Susan Wood has done. Uh, Two, you say, oh, well, the governor said it's illegal now, so that'll never happen here again, which I think is a very lazy way to go about keeping our kids safe from communism. And then there's number three that we see Courtney Gore and Melanie Graff take that say, no, we will be proactive and we will be monitoring curriculum. It's great that we have a curriculum director But at the end of the day, the school board is responsible for that, regardless of what some incumbents may say. And once again, I would like to thank everybody that answered the questionnaire, that gave insight, that stood up and at least thought well enough about their own platform to put it down on paper for the citizens to see, for you to make a decision on who you want to vote for. What I didn't see from some of the candidates was I didn't see them talk about the citizens that actually pay the bill. I didn't, you know, hear him talk much about the students and protecting the students on what's coming into the curriculum. And that's where for me, both Melanie Graft and Courtney Gore stand higher than the rest of the candidates. And you're going to have to decide for yourself who stands where, who you're going to vote for. But please, be sure to do your own research. Go look at the videos. Look at the questionnaires. Talk to the individual candidates and see what they are about. Make an informed decision. And that way we can have the best people on the school board as possible. And remember, they're the ones that are looking out for your morals and values for your children and grandchildren. Shark Show out.